You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Well, that is one quick way to have the season go down the drain. The Browns are still not tanking, but without Robert Griffin III, the Browns are going to struggle even more than any of us had imagined. So this is my immediate reaction podcast on the Locked on Browns podcast network. My name is Jared Mueller. I am your host and avid Browns fan covering the team for the last almost decade and loving every minute of it. All the ups, I mean... Well, there hasn't been a lot of ups as there, Browns fans, and, and all the downs. And so today is another down. Uh, many Browns fans uh, maybe saw this coming. Uh, there were a lot of you who didn't really think Robert Griffin III was going to be anything that the Browns could count on. Uh, and then the preseason started, and we saw his big arm and his flip of the wrist and uh, how he could get the ball downfield to Josh Gordon and Terrell Pryor and Corey Coleman and all of a sudden, the excitement around the fan base changed. All of a sudden, fans believed that they had a quarterback. So let's break it down. Uh, just some of the facts, uh, as we know, um, based on the email that I got from the Browns one hour ago at 2.22, Robert Griffin III sustained a significant injury during the team's season over at Philadelphia and has been placed on the injured reserve. So that's an important thing that we'll talk about here in a second. Griffin is ex will be reevaluated in three to four weeks. So Browns fans, it's important to realize he will be reevaluated in three to four weeks. He is not available for a minimum of eight games. And so what that means is the Browns, if they want to see something from RG3, he will not be allowed to play again until the week 10 game. So that means for the next Eight games, we are looking at Josh McCown, Cody Kessler, Kevin Hogan, and whatever other scrap pile quarterback we might be able to get. Obviously, this thing's a lot more having just faced Carson Wentz, the quarterback who many liked and went number two to the Philadelphia Eagles, that the Browns could have selected. And so it really puts an extra little hurt to this news uh, for Browns fans that uh, Griffin gets hurt in the game, that Carson Wentz looked great. It's important, Browns fans, to realize just because Carson Wentz looked great against the Browns doesn't mean Carson Wentz would have looked great playing for the Browns. And so, again, we have to be a little bit cautious as we, we, we assume things, right? And so we can assume that Carson Wentz would have looked that good with the Browns. But the Browns don't have a defense. And so while we were really excited about Robert Griffin III, we knew the Browns' defense was going to be terrible. And so we we know that to be even more true now as a rookie who got almost no time with his team this preseason lit him up this year. And so, but it still hurts. It still hurts a little bit more that the rookie that the Browns didn't think was good enough for them, didn't think it was going to be a top 20-level cornerback, just ate him alive yesterday. Um, and now we have Robert Griffin III's injury. And so um, it's a tough one, Browns fans. I know I was very excited. I know um, if you look at, you know, my timeline at Jared K. Mueller, you'll see that very early in the offseason when the talk was of Colin Kaepernick or Carson Wentz or Jared Goff, 
that for me it was either Goff or it was Griffin. Um, those were two quarterbacks that I really believed had what it took uh, in the NFL to be really the Browns uh, quarterback of the future. Griffin, only two years older than Wentz, made a lot more sense to me given his uh, proven ability on the field. But obviously his injury history had to have been a concern. And so today we get the news that his shoulder is a problem and that the Browns will not be able to see him on the field again until week 10. The question really becomes is whether or not they're going to see him on the field at all. And so reevaluating him in the three to four weeks to me sounds a lot like three to four weeks from now, Robert Griffin III goes on the uh, permanent IR for this year that we do not see him back on the field, but the Browns turn the page from this very short experiment with Griffin. And let's be clear, Browns fans, we can rewrite the history any way we want. We can rewrite our expectations. My reality is, is that many of you and me were very excited about Griffin and really do believe that from a physical skill set, he really has the opportunity to be very successful in the NFL. Whether or not his body with those narrow shoulders, narrow hips, and really the lack of girth will be able to stand up to an NFL season, that's a different discussion and one that today it's very easy to say Robert Griffin III will never start a full season again in the NFL. It's easy to say that. And why wouldn't you? He's missed a ton of games because of injuries. And this one seemed like a good hit, but if we're being really honest, did not seem like the kind of hit that would put someone out for eight to 10 games. And that has to be a concern. A reminder that the Lockdown Browns podcast is brought to you by FanDuel. Football fans, the first week of the NFL season is officially in the books. How did your fantasy football teams do this week? Did you get in on the fun over at FanDuel? Remember, it's not too late. Week two is only days away. I know for me in week one, C.J. Anderson did a lot of good for me on Thursday night. Not sure what running back I'm going to go with this week. Who are you going to pick up for your one-week fantasy football on FanDuel? FanDuel has fantasy football for everyday fans. There's new contests starting every week, so there's no busted seasons. Just pick a contest, choose your team, and watch your score in real time. New this year is the upgraded experience. You can get even more contest variety. Try some beginner contests if you're a new player. Settle a score with a friend in head-to-head contest. Try a 50-50 contest where the top half wins cash. Play in larger tournaments for even more excitement. You can play for a dollar if you want. There's choices for every budget. And this week's Sunday Million Dollar Contest is paying out $2 million. $200,000 to first place. I don't know if you're like me, but I have my regular fantasy football, then I've got my fan duel. And my regular fantasy got hurt because Rob Gronkowski was all of a sudden out this week. I didn't have that problem in FanDuel. I didn't have to look around trying to figure out who I was going to pick up on waiver wires. Did I want to play the questionable Jimmy Graham? With FanDuel, I don't have to worry about that. And it was great. With FanDuel, you get to have all the fantasy that football has to offer. With FanDuel, be sports rich. Try FanDuel now and get up to $50 in free entries. New users who deposit will get five free entries to the NFL 50-50 beginner contest valued up to 50 bucks. You'll get one free entry a week for five weeks. The value of the entries are based on on your deposited amount, so make sure you make those deposits. 
Go to FanDuel.com, click the Join Now button, and use my promo code LO Browns. That's LO Browns for Locked On Browns. That's FanDuel.com, promo code LO Browns. Void where prohibited. So where do we go from here, Browns fans? Where does the season look like? We go into week two, just like we did last year, with a different quarterback starting. Last year, Josh McCown went out with his concussion um, and made way for one Johnny Manziel. If we're being honest, Josh McCown had a very good season last year. He's not the big-armed quarterback of the future young guy, but he has a lot of value, and he should be someone who should help the Browns at least stabilize things. The problem is is that Hugh Jackson was very uh, clear that he has a different type of offense uh, for Robert Griffin III than he would for other quarterbacks. And so he, he really schemed around Griffin's ability. That means those big plays to Terrell Pryor, those big plays to Josh Gordon, maybe even to Corey Coleman, those plays are likely out the window. McCown's deep ball isn't terrible, but his windup takes a while. And so it allows safeties to recover where Robert Griffin III didn't even really need to wind up. He literally looked like he was just flicking his wrist and the ball was going down the field 50 yards. McCown needs some time, which allows the safeties to get over to the ball uh, at a much quicker rate. And so those deep balls, those deep passes are going to look a little different. I don't think McCown is really the type of quarterback Hugh Jackson loves, but Hugh Jackson will try to get something out of him and try to make the best of it. Because, again, it's about establishing a culture. It's about establishing the ability or the expectation to win. And so um, you don't want to throw Cody Kessler or Kevin Hogan to the to the wolves at this point in time. The offensive line is still trying to develop. And so any hope for the future, or I'm sorry, any hope for this season is gone. There was the idea, and I had it, that the combination of Robert Griffin III, those wide receivers, Duke Johnson, Gary Barnage, and Hugh Jackson meant the Browns could compete this year, uh, at least in most games. Uh, high-flying, high-powered offense with a bunch of speedy guys on defense could put the Browns in position to knock off some teams. Heck, looking back at Hugh Jackson's one year with the Raiders, he was 8-8 eight and eight with a roster that really wasn't full of talent, um, but had a, a good enough offense, good enough defense, figured it out. He's that kind of coach. And so there were some of us, maybe with our head in the sky, maybe with the expectations a little too high, that believe that Robert Griffin III and that offense could really carry the team enough so to be competitive, five, six, maybe even eight wins. That's no longer an option for this team. Without Robert Griffin III, the Browns' uh, talent level, their ability at the most important position drops off tremendously. Now, will there be some games where McCown is able to throw for 350 yards uh, with all that talent around him? Sure, absolutely. That is something that we should see this season, just based on the talent alone in Hugh Jackson's system. But winning football, winning games seems out the window. Even if Griffin is able to come back in week 10, that doesn't mean the Browns are going to be in position to revamp their offense all over again. So going eight weeks with one type of offense around Josh McCown, and then switching back to the offense ahead around Robert Griffin III will probably be tough. And so again, expect to see Griffin... Uh, not back on the field this year. If he is, it may be because of a Josh McCown injury. But McCown is also um, injury prone, to say the least. And so 
Will we see McCown get hurt in the next week, two or, or eight, to the point that either Cody Kessler, who didn't show much in preseason, or Kevin Hogan, who was cut after being a fifth-round pick, have to be on the field? We don't know. What we do know, Browns fans, is Robert Griffin III, in his one game as a Cleveland Browns quarterback, had a 55 quarterback rating, uh, had 190 yards. He ran for a couple yards. But all of that excitement, all of that excitement is now out the window. And so those of you who, who had high hopes or at least mediocre hopes for Griffin, those are dashed. We, we understand that today. My hopes are dashed. My hopes for a Browns team to develop their youngsters while competing with a quarterback who could uh, really play at a high level and could prove his doubters wrong, those are gone right now. So that means we are going to look towards a quarterback in the NFL draft. That means our rookies, especially on the offensive side of the ball, but really on both sides because of how the offense affects the defense, are going to be put in even more difficult situations. The Philadelphia Eagles are not that good. And the Browns got trounced 29 to 10. What happens when we face the Steelers, the Patriots, the Bengals, and the rest of the teams in the NFL that are better or much better than the Eagles without a quarterback who can really lead the team, who can hit the ball downfield at an instant 50 yards? It means we're in for a rough season, Browns fans. So again, I will point back to the consistency that the consistent message that I've been trying to share is the goal for this season was twofold. One, is Robert Griffin III your quarterback of the future? I think the answer now is no. But number two is to see the young players develop and to really create a foundation for the future. And no matter what the Browns record is going into going at the end of the season, we can see that. We saw Carl Nassib looking good yesterday. We saw Emmanuel Agba have a few plays. We saw Corey Coleman struggle, but be able to get open. So we've seen some things that that tell us that this offense, these young guys, this team could develop without winning a single game. And that's okay. In general, it's very, very simple in the NFL. A quarterback gets you wins. Wins get you a culture. The Browns no longer have a quarterback. They no longer have a quarterback of the future. They're not going to win games. The culture will have to develop without those first two things, and that's going to be very, very difficult. So that means next year is all about finding that quarterback. But at least the Browns know. They know Robert Griffin III is not their quarterback of the future, cannot hold up, and they need one. So Browns fans, all that hope of a high-flying 30, 40 point offense. Go ahead and that can go out the window now. We're back to Josh McCown. Probably due to injury or poor play, we'll see Cody Kessler and or Kevin Hogan and maybe even a, a fifth quarterback of the season. That's what happens when you take a risk, when you roll the dice on a quarterback like Robert Griffin III. Sometimes the dice come up seven or 11. Sometimes they come up snake eyes. Today's Browns fans, it's all about the snake eyes. Hit me up on Twitter at Jared K. Mueller. That's at J-A-R-E-D-K-M-U-E-L-L-E-R. And we will discuss Griffin, the Browns, and everything else on the Locked On Browns podcast. Thanks for stopping by, and go Browns. You are Locked On Browns. 
your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.